Hey there, sister. Before we dive into this episode, I always like to keep you updated on how to take this information you're learning here on the podcast and implement it further into your life. Now, you can always schedule a one-on-one hormone healing analysis with me. You can apply for one of my one-on-one coaching spots when those open up. But one of the most powerful ways you can just baby step your way into implementation here and start healing yourself without a massive commitment is by joining us in the perimenopause posse. Every month there is a challenge. Sometimes it's a full, intense 30-day challenge. Sometimes it's a week-long challenge where it includes sort of four key aspects to to how we begin to heal and change. Education, understanding what's actually going on in our body, the specific strategy and tools that is proven to help you heal those hormones, heal your gut, create the space for your body to move um, in a healthy, spacious way. Consistency, of course, which is always key, and support with live weekly coaching. So I wanna let you know that as we head into this next month, there's a fresh new challenge starting in July will be the hormone healing challenge to help you get your body back into weight loss and weight release space. I prefer weight release over weight loss because really that's what we're we're here with. When we're in perimenopause, we get a bit stuck. That's where our weight is coming from and that's why it's not releasing. We need to create the space to allow our body to release the weight as opposed to trying to push it to lose the weight. So if you are someone who is ready to baby step your way into implementation, to commit to a daily activity that's going to help heal your body, if you need the accountability, the specific strategy that is proven, the support, and and really the overall encouragement from other people to keep you going long-term, which is where our results come from, then I really want to invite you to join us in the perimenopause posse for this challenge this next month. You can swipe up here on the on this episode and click the link to learn more. You can send me a direct message at Bria underscore period underscore whisper on Instagram or just email me, Bria the period whisperer at gmail.com if you need some more information. Come and join us in the posse. Learn what is actually going on. Learn how to work with your body instead of against it. So to ensure that you are always creating the space for your body to optimize, to have consistent energy, uh, body, mind, and soul. And of course, release the weight if that's what your body is ready for. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's dive in to this episode. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. 
but you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey, sister. I'm so happy you're here listening to this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast. My name is Bria Gad. I am your host. And the Period Whisperer podcast, if you have been around for a while or maybe you're brand new, is all about learning to listen to the whispers of your body and using our hormone rhythm to understand it further and learn to work with our hormones instead of against them. It's in these whispers, it's in this path to working with our body where we're able to create the space for our body to do exactly what it can do all on its own. Heal, maximize energy, digest properly, release weight, recover, all of these important pieces that I know so many of us are feeling stuck in, especially in this sort of tumultuous time. So welcome to this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast. You know, if we hang out together at all on Instagram, maybe you know this already from my stories, but I just got back from my first trip to Costa Rica, um, and it was a very, you know, beautiful, calming, deeply, in a way, deeply connecting with myself uh, opportunity. And you know, it would be wonderful if we all got the opportunity to take vacations and trips all the time to really immerse ourselves in a different way of living. But it's just not, it's just not always feasible. I know this, you know, all too often I have clients who can't get away on vacation, whether it's money or whether it's a demanding career uh, or, you know, their life with their commitments or even just the fact that sometimes going on vacation doesn't feel like a vacation, right? When we have young kids, we can't just go away for longer periods of time. And you know, you might think this seems a little woo-woo, but if you have tried all of the things in your body, if you've been trying all the things, the workouts, the different ways of eating, you know, and you've been to your doctor or your healthcare practitioner and they say that you know, you're a normal and everything is fine and this is what it is for you, then we know it has to be something else. It has to be something more. Now, sometimes that something more is getting out of a relationship or finding a more fulfilling career or processing trapped emotions, but whatever it is, it's almost impossible to figure out what that thing is without the space to do so. And if we haven't created that space in our life so that our body, you know, can, and by, by creating space, what I mean is calming that hormonal chaos, right? If, if the choices we're making in our life, whether it is through our workouts or our stress management or how we're eating or, um, you know, our daily to-do list, our daily grind, our daily hustle addiction, if those things are, are, are perpetuating the chaos and the frustration in our hormones, it's, it's almost impossible to have the space for us to even dig a little deeper, right? And that can be the value of having a vacation. Vacation can create that space. But again, whether it's money or demanding career or life situations, we can't always just run off on holiday, can we? But we do have to stop fitting our lifestyle around our responsibilities so that we can day-to-day in small ways create that space. And I know for me, uh, over the years, I've been able to create 
pillars of health and habits in my life. And that's one of the main themes of this podcast and, you know, living a very fulfilled life is by creating habits that are healthy and not unhealthy, right? I know for me, I used to very easily fall back into, you know, just reaching for sugar to to give me a dopamine hit or having wine at the end of the day or kickstarting my day with caffeine if I haven't slept well. And those those little habits that can seem benign build up and make it harder, right? Harder for us to have that space. They can slowly, you know, compound into sort of a tizzy in our body, right? Whereas if we have these pillars of health, we know we're protecting quality sleep. We know we're nourishing ourselves properly. Uh, We know that our movement is supporting us instead of making things worse. We know we have a good stress management system. We know we have quality pleasure and joy in our life. Those pillars of habits can calm the chaos in our body so that we have the space to go a little deeper, right? When When we lean on healthy habits, we have more patience, we have more kindness, we have more bandwidth overall to handle all that life is throwing at us. So for me, coming back from this vacation, there's always this question, and I'm sure you can relate to this, and if you can, please reach out and let me know. There's always this moment of of calm, and you think, how can I bring this calm back into a lifestyle that doesn't necessarily support that calm quiet, peaceful living, right? Where we prioritize our health. How do we baby step this in? So today we're going to chat about this specifically, how to replicate the restfulness and rejuvenation of a vacation without even having to spend a penny, right? Without having to carve out massive amounts of time, without having to have childcare so that you can do that. And and this is especially important for all the women going through this time in our life, through this perimenopause time of of reverse puberty where our hormones are going up and down and causing a higher workload on our body. We understand the changes, the transitions, and the challenges that perimenopause poses, uh, but how do we start to create space in our daily life for that calm when we don't have the ability to just, you know, run off and disappear to Costa Rica or to a peaceful place that really embodies the calm, embodies that lifestyle. Um, And so I'm going to share five powerful ways to bring that vacation vibe into your life every single day. And Um, And the first one, so let's grab our pen and paper here. The first one begins with a mindful morning routine. I know that I used to wake up to my alarm, grab my phone, get right into my emails or social media and the shenanigans as I delayed getting out of bed. And immediately I'm out of my body and into my head, right? I'm into the chaos of other people's lives. I'm into the chaos of, you know, what's happening out there. So creating that mindful morning routine is so powerful. On vacation, we often wake up without an alarm, we soak in the sunrise, or simply enjoy a slower pace. That's possible at home too. We wanna start by setting aside 30 minutes each morning just for you. And I I wanna emphasize here, if you are not getting seven to nine hours of sleep each night, we don't wanna cut back even further, right? If you're barely getting that six, six, seven hours of sleep, 
sleep, the seven to nine hour sleep window is a very, very critical. So what we'd want to do is actually make sure we're going to bed earlier at night to start to protect that seven to nine hour sleep window. And then waking up 30 minutes earlier after the seven to nine hour sleep window so we can set aside that 30 minutes just for you. It could be meditating. It could be doing a body scan. It could be sipping, you know, that warm water with lemon in the morning or just, or just doing a gentle yoga routine or breath work or simply watching the sunrise or listening to the birds, getting your eyes out into the light. This time is crucial for setting the tone of your day and also calming your central nervous system, right? That that calm central nervous system is critical to our hormone rebalancing. Remember that 15 minutes of conscious slow breathing a day allows us to reduce hormone imbalance by 47%. That's how impactful breath is. That's how impactful our central nervous system is on our body. Also, really consider limiting your screen time first thing in the morning. This can help reduce the stress and anxiety. I know, as I was saying, when I first woke up and grabbed my phone right away, it did not support a calm start. It immediately put my anxiety, you know, rising up in my body. We want to, you know, if you have to use your phone for your alarm, maybe the first thing you do is, you know, turn on a little meditation or read a morning affirmation or just hit that snooze button and lay there quietly and allow yourself to breathe for a few minutes. A lot of us avoid sitting in silence because we don't like what comes up in that silence. But those are the things, the things that come up in the silence are, the, are like those whispers of our body. They're the things that we need to process because trust me, I have tried to ignore these things and they does not work. It only makes things worse. So protect that mindful morning routine for you. Tip number two is to create a relaxing environment. Vacations often mean beautiful surroundings. You may not have a beach or a forest right in your backyard, but you can create a calming space at home. Use calming colors, declutter, and introduce elements of nature like plants or natural materials. Light a scented candle or use essential oils to, to stimulate your senses. Lavender and chamomile, of course, are fantastic for promoting relaxation. But create that relaxing environment. Just take a minute to bring that into your life before you move into each one of your tasks at hand. Step number three or tip number three is to practice gratitude. On vacation, we're often more present and grateful for the experiences we're having. But who's to say we can't practice this daily? Keeping a gratitude journal can make a huge difference. Each evening, you can write down three things you were grateful for that day. This practice can help us you know, recognize and appreciate the beautiful moments in our daily lives that we often overlook amidst the hustle and bustle. And you know, to take it even further, Whatever you're really struggling with, maybe you're struggling as a parent, maybe you're struggling in your relationship, maybe you're struggling with your career, use that as your focus of gratitude. Whatever's creating the stress in your life, take those first few minutes of the day and those last few minutes at night to say three things that you're grateful for in that specific stressor. 
right? So again, if you're trying to improve in your relationship, think and write down the three things that you're grateful for about that person. If you are feeling overwhelmed as a parent, you know, think about three things you're grateful for about your child right now, about what it means for you to be a parent right now. You know, if you're struggling in your career with your ambition or with finances, take that time. It's a small shift. And again, it can seem intangible. This is one of the things that I know I always struggle with as someone who's a bit more type A and controlling that I always want to be doing the productive thing, the thing that's yielding me a very tangible result. And Gratitude can often feel like it's not tangible, not that hard thing that, that gives us a feeling of accomplishment right away, but it's these intangible things, just like how healthy food and, and healthy supplements don't necessarily yield a real quick result like a pharmaceutical might, for example, or like a hit of sugar might or that hit of wine, but it's these things that again, keep us calm when we're trying, when we dive into something that gives us a really immediate spike, there's that, you know, that, that physics law of with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So when we're dealing with a time in our life where our hormones are very up and down, we want to create, you know, a more consistent base of the reactions in our body, right? To create that calm so the body can come back to it foundationally. So the choices we make within taking supplements, when, when choosing nourishing foods that might not yield that really immediate result, right? Doing those tasks where you're getting that immediate dopamine rush from a hard workout. These choices we take to choose things that have less of a spike, but more of a calming up also provide less of a down low. So we're creating less of a tsunami up and down in our body and more of a consistent energy base. And that requires less energy of our body, which is important during this time in our life when, when we're already doing the up and down and up and down all around in our hormones. So practice that gratitude, lean into the simple tasks that might not feel like a lot, but compound significantly into an emotional and energetic twist, twist shift in our body is what I'm going for. Tip number four is mindful movement. Holidays and vacations often involve exploring new places, swimming, or even just a leisurely stroll around the beach. These activities get us moving in a joyful and relaxed manner. Bringing this into your daily life by incorporating mindful movement like yoga or walking or simple stretching exercises or biking. The aim isn't to burn calories, but to connect with your body, reduce stress, and promote that relaxation. Remember, in hormonal chaos, anything we do that spikes more cortisol, like a hard workout or lifting heavy weights, even if sometimes in certain stages in our life that cortisol can be good for us, right now it just piles on to the stress that the body's already experiencing. The path back is by doing less in an active way. Something that struck me so significantly when I was in Costa Rica was just kind of the key pillars of life that people have, which is constant daily movement, walking places, walking along the beach, you know, cycling instead of driving everywhere. Um, that physical movement of life, you know, going to get your groceries that way. And for us, we might not have that opportunity. You know, I live in the suburbs, so 
you know, I need to drive to get my groceries, but you can park further away and take a leisurely stroll in to get your groceries. There are ways to implement that basic movement that nourishes our body instead of taking away from it or, or putting more demand on it. Um, and, and the other things I really noticed was obviously like the whole food piece for people there. They, they, you know, the food that they eat is all very nourishing. It's very real. It's from the earth. It's, you know, we're not having a lot of processed and packaged foods available to us. A lot of it is naturally gluten-free, naturally micronutrient dense with real fresh fruit and vegetables. So just again, really leaning into that nutrition that we know serves us instead of taking it away, shifting that mindset from how do I get something in really quickly to what am I doing that nourishes me and then I might need less of it, which is, again, less demand on the body. And of course, stress management is what I noticed. People are a lot less stressed there because they go at a slower pace. So that mindful movement in your everyday, worrying less about getting in a hard, intense workout and thinking more about how to just move your daily body. When we have a really intense workout each day, and our body's in hormonal chaos, we kind of pay that price later on, right? That's this, this using all this energy at first, which then means we're gonna have less energy later. When our energy needs to be protected in perimenopause, it's much better and nourishing for our body to have a slow and steady movement all day than a really intense one. The calorie burn over the whole day, if you now have energy to walk in the morning and play with your kids or, or go for a walk in the evening, is gonna be the same, but without that intense demand on the body. Okay, tip number five for you is a digital detox. Consider a digital detox. On vacation, we're usually less tied to our devices, allowing us to disconnect from the stresses of work and daily life. Try carving out a portion of your day where you put your devices away, allowing you to fully engage with your surroundings or the people. This is really valuable, and it's another one of these intangibles where we're so quickly tied to what we do. I know even for me, I, I work in social media, I work in online marketing, I work in front of a screen a lot, and taking time to shut that down and really give myself the space away from these screens is really important. One, for our central nervous system, which then feeds our, our hormones, but also just to give our brain a little break from what's going on and bringing us back into the present. Everything's gonna be there no matter what. You know, all the shenanigans on social media, all the shenanigans in the news, it's all gonna still be there tomorrow. We need to protect ourselves and our energy from that suck every single day. So for me, it's not starting my day with, with you know, a screen in front of my face and not ending my day with a screen in front of my face and taking a little bit of time in the middle of the day without it that gives me that digital detox every single day. So that's it, sisters. These simple, no-cost strategies can help you capture that holiday feeling and help you manage the symptoms of your perimenopause. Remember, it's all about creating that space for relaxation and rejuvenation in your everyday life if you can't immerse yourself in it you know, every few months in a, in a proper vacation. Until next time, sister, take care of yourself. Keep exploring this wellness aspect of yourself. Lean into the strategies that, that maybe don't give you that immediate intense hit, 
but that you know when you really ask yourself is nourishing for you, whether you're getting that you know, quick response rate or not. And of course, if you're ready to implement this into the next stage of your life, come and join us in the Perimenopause Posse for the July Challenge, for the weekly live coaching, for the support that we have. You know, even if you don't have the, you know, the time to really commit to something every single day, coming in the Posse and knowing you have that protocol there for you, knowing you have that support whenever you need it, you can tap into it, into that calming energy, into that community and that space of education, of tools, of consistency and support. And at the very least, go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.